Hi, everybody, and welcome to Twitches, a Twadcast. I'm Alexa. I'm Sienna. And Sienna is barely pulling it together, folks. <laughs> she has tears streaming down her cheeks <laughs> because we are video chatting with each other while recording for the first time. And, no, do you uh, know what the real reason is? We just pulled up to our house and you guys, somebody did make it all a bunch of frog coffins and I am just losing my shit over it. You guys, there has to be a Who more appropriate this? way to dispose of all these frogs. Who did this? We know it was one of you. Who did this? So many, so many fascinating witchcraft related things out there. Frog coffins are my current favorite. Oh, absolutely. Have you done any research on them since the last episode? No further than their Wikipedia page. Great. Perfect. Okay, cool. Well, as, as absolutely fascinating as that conversation is, we are actually here to say, first of all, happy Mardi Gras, listener. Happy Mardi Gras. Party if Gras. <laughs> if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, it is currently Mardi Gras. Happy Mardi Gras. If you're listening to it uh, any day after that for the rest of time, um, you missed it. You blew Bummer. it, you know? You lost out on a chance to have cake for breakfast and for people to give you sparkly shoes and for a day to celebrate and take it easy, even though the only place people get to take off is in Louisiana. So New Orleans folks, count yourself lucky because... While the rest of us might feel like taking a day off, it's just another Tuesday. But you know, Alexa, there are so many other great parts about Mardi Gras. You've got great food, of course, like you mentioned, and great props, of course, also like you mentioned. But also, there's that good, good, brassy, jazzy music. Do you mm. like that? That was a transition. Did you like what that? What a segue. Let's get <laughs> doo-woppy up in here. That's right, everybody. It's still February. We're still feeling those pinky, ready, heart, Valentine'sy vibes mixed with Mardi Gras feelings and some good, good magic. So we came up with this week, we're going to talk about uh, the song Love Potion number nine. Number nine, as they say. Nailed it. Alexa and I have Thank a you. pretty long running history with this particular song because uh, um, Papa our dad Piggies. used to play it all the time. Yeah. Papa Piggies, uh, I don't, is a big fan, was a big fan. I tried to call him before this podcast, but he's busy partying because it's Mardi Gras. It's, so. Yeah, 100%. Our parents are way too busy for us. They cannot take our calls. They are simply too busy to live in the good life. <laughs> and we're <But> here <laughs> recording a podcast. <laughs> so cool. So hip. Mardi party. Woo. Anyway, uh, we're here to talk about Love Potion number nine. The song specifically, although we both learned today it's also a movie, huh? Yeah, we did not watch the movie in preparation for this podcast, but I'll give you a good reason. It's got pretty hard Me Too vibes, TVH. Yeah. It's definitely not one of those that holds up. Um, it does have Sandra Bullock, which as you guys know, we love. Look, any excuse to get Sandy B uh, as a subject on the podcast or any excuse to get Sandy B on the podcast <laughs> one day. Um, oh my gosh. Is that one of those things where we're going to speak it into existence? I hope so. Please. We're making it happen. It's the secret. And the secret is Sandra Bullock. <laughs> 
You know what? I would believe it. I never read that book. Mm. So what if, what if you get to the end and the end is just like, the secret is Sandra Bullock. You've made it this far. We feel like you deserve to know the real secret to or it's the like, secret. It's like buried in the, in the acknowledgments or in the afterward. And it's like, congratulations. The actual secret is Sandra Bullock. Yes, I really, I think that's probably likely. Very good. It's an Easter egg for all those avid readers out there. <laughs> so, so I would say the movie Love Potion Number Nine, starring Sandra Bullock and somebody else, uh, is Some a your, your classic, yeah, your classic uh, ugly duckling rom com setup. But um, the plot line is essentially Sandra Bullock and this guy are ugly scientists, and they invent Love Potion Number Nine. So it's not really a witchcraft based movie, so it wouldn't really be relevant for the pod anyway. But they invent Love Potion Number Nine and use it on themselves to make people fall in love with them. And in the process of doing that, fall in love with each other. Yes, I am sure the trailer didn't give it all away, but I imagine it that didn't need to be the case. You do get a Sandra Bullock glow up if Miss Congeniality wasn't like quenching that desire for you. I guess you could give it a whirl. Tell us how it is. But also, if that's not quenching that desire for you, I doubt <laughs> Love Potion Number Nine is going to do that. I mean, it. Look, we're judging off Hates trailers. all sorts. For all we know. It could be a hidden gem, but judging from the trailer, Seems it's going to leave you feeling problematic at best. That's fair. That's fair. Instead, we're going to talk about this totally not problematic song, Love Potion Number 9. Look, haven't we discussed all love potions are a little problematic? That's right, you guys. We're here. This song is like basically the poster song, poster child song for our podcast. Do not do love potions. If this song teaches you anything while simultaneously not teaching it to you, it's not to do love potions. <laughs> this song, if, you're, if you're unfamiliar with this song, it was written in 1959 by Jerry Lieber and Mike Stroller uh, and was originally performed by the Clovers uh, and then was literally within the same year re-recorded by a band of white people called the searchers which is definitely just done to placate white people on pop charts music pop and rock and americans history with music is it's nothing not good, if people. not complicated it's not it's not great you know what honestly you could pick any any facet of american history and just be like uh look it's not great if you're unfamiliar with the song, the basic premise is uh, someone who is having no luck with the ladies. Is a flop with chicks since 1956. Nailed it. Uh, I'm just here to provide a lyrical enlightenment. Yeah, that's fair. You are the English major twin. In other versions of the song, in more modern versions, they do update the date sometimes. And then sometimes oh, yeah. people don't. They change up the year. That would be pretty funny, though, if in, like, 2020, you were, like, 1956 when I was a baby or not born yet. I've been a flop with chicks my entire life. My entire existence. Um, it's just the saddest, saddest, loneliest song. <laughs> but uh, he goes to visit his neighborhood 
witch, essentially, and she mixes him up a little love potion, sends him on his way. He takes a sip of that bad boy, and he just goes, kiss crazy. He goes kissing on everybody. Everybody up into and including a police officer, which honestly is pretty Mardi Gras spirit, if you think about it. That's true. That does have uh, Mardi Gras vibes. So, yeah, that's uh, that's the lyrical content of this song. Um, it's pretty delightful. One of I've got a I've got a little conspiracy uh, on these song lyrics that I didn't realize Ooh. until I was reading through the lyrics. So he goes to visit his neighborhood witch, who has a pad down on 34th and vine selling little bottles of love potion number nine and yet if you continue on with the lyrics um you find out that the cop that he kissed who when he kissed the cop the cop broke his little bottle of love potion number nine but he kisses the cop down on 34th and vine in my head, it was huh. always like sort of a Frosty the Snowman thing where they're yeah. going along the sidewalk and, He's you know, a and lot then, of stuff. yeah, you know, and then he kisses a cop, but he in fact just Stumbles exits right the building, the building. <laughs> <laughs> and kisses a cop, which leads me to ask, what's the cop doing hanging out outside the, the witch's knows, door? Oh, he just he knows she lives there to be there or is where he Madame too, Ruth lives? is he too? picking up a little bottle of love potion number nine. That's my question. That is my question. Well, I mean, we know the end of the song, he reveals that he's, he's going back. He's going back to get love potion number 10. Perhaps the missing ingredient between love potion number nine and love potion number 10 is this police officer or something that this police officer is bringing to the table. Interesting. Yes, I'd like to think that the police officer had a meeting with conspiracy the, uh, what does he call her? Madam. Madam Ruth. Madam Ruth. I think they had a meeting. I think the police officer was, was shaken up. And this man busts out of the Madam Ruth's and, you know, starts planting kisses on him. And the police officer already nervous about his upcoming meeting with Madam Ruth. He's not used to this otherworldly life. He, uh, he overreacts. He smashes this dude's little bottle of love potion number nine. And he, he waits for the dude to sort of calm down and get his senses together and the dude walks off he's grateful he didn't get a ticket i guess for you know jumping on a police officer harassment yep and the police officer waits waits until 34th and vine is clear clear the coast is and clear. he himself steps inside madam ruth's uh, shop i mean yeah that all checks out so also, that's the story remember? that I wrote for this song. When we do a whole podcast on a song, <laughs> we're going to get into the song. <laughs> I just feel like, first of all, is Madam Ruth canonically Madam Serena from Teen Witch? Wow. The, honestly, that is who we she know, was in my brain. You know that she lives canonically in Teen Witch. She has lived many lives, right? That's so true. Not un And she looks exactly the same in all of them. So it is not that much of a stretch to believe that she would if i may do my own conspiracy theory here if i may tie in the the twitches mcu of it all you know yes please let's say madam serena is madam ruth the police officer is either the police officer from the love witch 
or the police officer from Sandra Bullock's Love Potion. Love Potion number nine. Love Potion number nine, the movie. We brought it back to the beginning. Yes. (laughs) What a world. What a witchy world. Twitches, the universe is actually very closely intertwined. You guys thought we weren't planning this, but we've been planning this since episode one. It's full circle, you guys. Just wait until what we get to, like, 33 deep, you know? Wait until our end game. Wait until we actually talk about Twitches. Oh, my gosh. That is truly the end game for us, huh? Mm. Could be, or it could be the next week game. Depends on what we have Very together. Very true. Very true. Uh, but in the meantime, I thought it would be fun for us to talk about, um, obviously, there are a bunch of different versions of this song, Um Everybody from Neil Diamond to the White Stripes has covered this song. Um, I'm, I listen to the White Stripes version and I do really like it, but I'm also on a Gilmore Girls binge, which I feel like predisposes me to being favorable toward the White Stripes. Yeah, I was never really a White Stripes kid. I wanted to be cool. It's what led to it. Didn't we all? Anyway, uh, the other thing I thought it'd be good to talk about is Love Potion number nine and kind of what that entails traditionally. Within the song lyrics, we don't get any um, ingredients. We only learn that it smells like turpentine and looks like India ink, mm-hmm. which is very open-ended to be quite honest. But for first of all, if in case us saying don't do love spells wasn't encouragement enough, don't drink things that smell like turpentine. That's just another sort of blanket statement from us to you. It's not quite as catchy as don't do love spells, which is why we haven't chosen that as our sign off. But I just feel like it could be, you know, something. It's some more, it's some more good advice that you can include with love spells or just anything you're imbibing. It doesn't have to be love spells. Yeah, it doesn't have to. Just in general, you know. Uh, But I did some research into love spells uh, and and love potions specifically. And specifically, specifically, love potions that bear the title love potion number nine, which are mostly just kitschy people trying to make love spells. Literally the first thing that pops up when you search love love potion number nine spell uh, is an ad that says before purchasing a love spell, stop and read love spell reviews. It's an ad. So obviously (laughs) I deep clicked into this and I'm now um, about one minute away from financially supporting this woman who spends her time trying to figure out which online love spells work. Oh, she just reviews love spells. I mean, she started out. I'm so glad model? you asked. I'm so glad you asked. Okay. So first of all, this is provenspellsthatwork.com. You know what, Alexa? Yeah. I can just send you this link if you want to take a peek at it while whilst we're discussing it. Yes, um, all right. Provenspellsthatwork.com. She's getting a lot of free press from us. Get your ex back. Yep. Get someone to love you. Increase finances. Oh, those are the three main tabs. Yes. Are those the only three spells on here? I mean, I like to think the way that she's trying to explain it is these are proven spells that work, Alexa. There aren't going to be a lot of them because it takes a long time for you to source and research proven spells that work. 
And to be clear, this was advertised to you on Google. So she's like paying for advertising, right? Yes. And I can only hope that by clicking it and now you also having clicked it, that my targeted ads are going to take a dramatic turn, which mm -hmm. I am very excited for. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 4.9 stars out of five. Mm. I don't know if they work. I'm just saying. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Oh, also, gosh. she connects you to two different proven spells that work approved spellcasting websites, which are warlockmagicspells.com and thebestlovespells.com. Feels dangerous. Anyway, um, so back to Love Potion. They both nine. have guarantee policies. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. $899 for the ultimate love spell. Did you click through? The best um, love spells Wow. $899 regularly, $1,300. Regularly, almost $1,400. Well, this is uh, a 10-night so customized love spell that will add every element, including binding the two of you together for life. That's pretty good. You know, like, if you want that, that's the ultimate love. If you just want that obsession, that's on sale right now for $349. That's a steal. Hey guys, if you have if you're about to spend extra dollars, if you're about to spend eight hundred and ninety nine dollars on a love spell, I want you to take that money and then put it toward therapy instead. That's fair. You know what? That's fair. If you have $899 to spend on a love spell, you have $899 for a licensed therapist to help you with why you want to spend $899 on an internet love spell. But if you don't want to spend $899, I'm so glad, Alexa. I'm Alexa. Hey, Alexa, I'm so glad you said you didn't want to spend $899 on a love spell because do I have the website for you? Ooh, how this is going to teach me how to make love potion number nine. So oh, this is specifically the love potion number nine. Exactly. This is the classic recipe for love potion number nine. Now, please note, you have to be making a super big batch of this, or alternatively, you need to make this specifically on the ninth day of the ninth month of the year on the ninth hour of the day. So we got to start saving this up for September. Wow. September 9th. Uh, at we'll put 9 this in the show notes, but this is spellmaker.com slash potion number nine.htm. <laughs> yes. Uh, this one is very uh, fruit heavy. It's mostly wine and then things like apple seeds and rose petals and strawberry and apples and, you know, lots of fruity, romantic sort of tones um and then you, you know, guys it's it says nine ounces of sweet red wine but if a person can't drink alcohol substitute cherry soda or something similar alexa i don't think i have to tell you how many teenagers are the ones doing love spells yo i know but i'm just saying if a spell is saying like you can substitute red wine with cherry soda and it'll be the same spell maybe it's not legitimate Alternatively, maybe you should just talk to your parents openly and honestly and be like, hey, guys, I need to borrow some red wine. It's just nine ounces. They should be <laughs> fine with that. I'm yeah, not that a parent, but I'm just saying that should be fine. Okay. So this is love potion number nine. 
You get some vanilla extract in there, strawberry juice, apple juice, apple seeds. Yes. Then you mix this all into you mix this all into a cauldron, and then in September 9th at 9 a.m. you stir the stir the potion nine times. Which, if this is all the case, then I would just have to assume that love potion number 10 is just essentially her October batch. This is just her, <laughs> this is her it's, September batch. October love, is the love 10th potion, batch. Love potion number 10 is just a pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but like we can't prove that it's not, you know? That's true. Everyone does always seem to like feel a little bit better when they've had a pumpkin spice latte. Love potion number 10. Wow, that's wild. Great. Um, Well, now that we've cracked the code, not only on the intricate details of this song, but also the intricate details of what exactly Love Potion number nine is, should we move on? Yeah. Sorry, this room is filled with smoke right now, you guys. It's just tons and tons of everywhere around us. This room is entirely covered in just cauldrons full of nine ounces of wine. We are in the uh the dungeons and we're taking potions class Snape, get out of here all oh what's the harry potter one amortentia mm-hmm. is the harry potter love spell right it is indeed nailed it looks at lavender brown looks at hermione accidentally admitting her crush for ron without realizing what she was doing such a beautiful moment remember when she was like this love smells smells like this love spell smells Smells like like the burrow i hate if you are here to just try and at us and say that hermione and harry should have ended up together you are wrong and you can leave thank you oh wait wait hold on we can't go together on this ship though because i don't think Hermione should have ended up with Harry, but like, wow, did we just seamlessly Ron? transition into the debate room? <laughs> I think we did. Look, I have two words for you. Those words are trauma bonding. She ain't yeah. ended up with anybody but Ron. Y'all need to chill. Okay, why not just keep Ron as a valued friend and confidant? He doesn't have to be her lifelong partner. I just feel like they. She's. The minister of magic in the cursed child. Uh, so what? I'm, Are you saying that her status as an employed person is what should dictate her relationship? No, her I'm and Ron have always been an odd pair. That's the, the point. Smartest, most talented, most capable witch in their year, and she and ended Ron up with loves guy her for that. Who copied her homework for seven years, and he loves her. They can love each other and not be each other's life partners. I just, Hermione has so much potential and she like. Okay. Just really quickly. Hold on. I'm so sorry. I'm just going to really quickly pull down. I'm going to flip around a whiteboard and the whiteboard says focus in big letters. And then I flip it the other direction and it's just the instructions for love potion number nine. Love potion number nine. We will have this debate when and if we ever do a Harry Potter episode. Okay, that's fair. But we did talk about Amortentia and that did segue us into it. A love potion. Uh, All this to say, you guys, I don't know how many times we have to tell you this, but don't do love spells. Uh, Do we... (laughs) Go ahead. No, you go. I was just going to say, we've talked about love spells. They've factored into 
a great number of the the movies, TV shows, books that we've already talked about love love potions, but also just binding spells we mm-hmm. saw in the Night Circus. Um, love charms, I guess, in uh, in practical magic. It's not a potion. It's all it's like dry ingredients mixed together and floating. Yep. Um, so we've been seeing this nonstop. People love to mess with them. People love to mess with people's emotions, you know? Hmm. But uh, don't do them. Don't do love spells. Don't do a love spell. Uh, but that's not what we're here in the debate room to do. We're here to debate things other than whether or not Hermione Granger should have ended up with Ron Weasley, which was what canonically happened. Uh, I know it happened. Just saying. Why did it happen? We don't, this is not the place. Uh, Let's take a minute and say, do we think the magic of the song Love Spell Number Nine is believable? In the spirit of it being Mardi Gras and all, I say it's believable because I just feel like you could absolutely find a witch living at 34th and Vine who would, you know, make you up a questionable love potion. Absolutely. I believe that wholeheartedly. Look, we found someone online who can do it. This is very (laughs) believable. This magic is believable magic. Normally we ask the question, does, do the witches in this, are they believable? Um, And I mean, I don't think we can go much off of the witch in this other than that um, we know her name. I don't think there's anything else really that we learn about her um, other than that she has a kitchen sink. And that's where she makes her spells. And then she lives on 34th and Vine. Witches have to pay bills. Don't I know it. (laughs) All right, you guys. Um, Alexa, did you have any other debates you wanted to cover in this, our particular Love Potion number nine episode? Do you like this song? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. We should do that. Hey, Alexa, what was your favorite cover of this? Which was your favorite version of this song? I enjoyed the White Stripes version just because I hadn't heard it before and it was something a little new and funky. Okay. And yours? I discovered and fell in love with the version that was written uh, by the Coasters in 1971. It's like a little more island funky than uh, the other versions are. It's a little little funkier in a good way. It's it's a good time. I, I was I was just playing it and sort of like shaking around my apartment earlier. So yeah, this song uh was a hit for a reason, is a hit for a reason. It's a it's a good tune. Give it a listen if it hasn't been part of your selection of playlists. Actually, Spotify has a great playlist called like doop do or something along those lines and it's uh like a good doo playlist and they rotate it out but they usually have love potion number nine on there and if they don't this week they might next week so if that song puts you in the mood for more doo swingy music um i would recommend that playlist it's what i clean my house to and she cleans her house all the time folks so that's a good recommendation you know what other song is on there I only have eyes for you oh, of the iconic song. Buffy episode. Damn, that's a good episode. <laughs> so good. That song is good. It's that episode good. is good. 
I think that uh, wraps up quite nicely our debate room. I mean, those are some great uh, covers. If you guys have not listened to any of them, I'd suggest checking them out. You know, there are so many that you're bound to find one you like. Find the love potion number nine that works for you. Don't, except for don't. But don't, just the song. Yeah, not a real one. Uh, if you, uh, I guess we can scooch into our, our final final room of the house. Um, come lounge with us on various lounge chairs. Uh, and we're going to let you know what we're doing next time our, for our 12th episode. Next time for episode number 12, we are going to be talking about Charmed, the series, but not your old classic Shannon Dougherty got mistreated and kicked off too early charmed, but rather the new hip young kids charmed. Charmed 2018. Yes. And we'll uh we'll watch the first season. We hope you guys watch the first season. I've uh, already seen us. it and quite enjoyed it, so I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. So we're gonna discuss the first season of the new charmed. Heck and, yeah. Uh, we hope to see you there. Um, in the meantime, if you want to say anything to us or, or have any suggestions for us or have any thoughts, feelings on your favorite cover version that we maybe did or didn't talk about for Love Potion number nine, you can find us at Twitch's podcast. Yep. Basically everywhere. Yeah. Um, I wanted to give a quick shout out because we do have a set of sisters, while not twins, a set of sister listeners, Laura and Lisa Blackwell. So I just wanted to give them a quick ear high five and say, hi guys, I know you're listening. You guys are great. Yeah, sister, sister. All right. Um, other than that, did you have anything else you wanted to share? Nope. I got nothing. You guys um, have a wonderful Mardi Gras if you're listening to this on Ye Old Fat Tuesday. Um, and regardless of whether you're listening to this on Mardi Gras or not, uh, keep in mind, don't do love spells. Don't do love spells. Goodbye. Bye. Hey, self. Pull it together. I know it's been hard, but you'll make it after all. You're gonna make it after all. <laughs>